0: and welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me as always is
1: Court Winson. Hello, Katie Pickler.
0: (laughs) And there's the opening bell.
1: Ding, ding. (laughs) Okay, so what do we got coming up here? Today is Thursday, of course, because we always release on Thursday, but what's coming up this Sunday?
0: (gasps) It's Mother's Day. It
1: is Mother's Day, so we're doing a Mother's Day extravaganza.
0: Cause we all love moms. Moms are awesome. Mm,
1: yes, I, I
0: mean, yes. our our moms were born to our moms that we choose to have as bonus moms. I mean, there's just great moms all the time. But did you know there's actually parents to the tradition of Mother's Day?
1: Um, okay, so you are basically by saying parents to the tradition you're you're talking about the people that invented it yes okay. the
0: founders yes but they're they're dubbed the parents of mother's day uh, that's some wordplay there oh yeah yeah you know well president woodrow wilson is usually seen as the father Of Mother's Day, Mm -hmm. because he signed the proclamation on May 9th, 1914, declaring the second Sunday of May. Mm -hmm. That's right. You can't memorize the date. It's always the second Sunday of May. But that this would be a public expression of our love for mothers of our country.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. How sweet.
1: How sweet indeed.
0: (laughs) Well, so tell us about the mother. Of Mother's Day.
1: Oh, the mother was a copywriter. Her name was Anna Jarvis. Okay. And so back in like 1908, May May uh, 10th of 1908, Jarvis sent 500 white carnations to Andrews Methodist Church in her hometown in West Virginia in honor of her late mother, Anne. Yeah. So this is considered to be the first time that Mother's Day was celebrated. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, yeah, she she gets credit for being the mommy.
0: Yeah, and really, you know, she was back in 1908. So she really started this, and Woodrow Wilson just kind of put that stamp on it. Made it official. Exactly.
1: Nothing's official until the American president says it is.
0: So I'm going to put this disclaimer (laughs) out there. Sorry, dads, we love you. We appreciate you very much, but this (sighs) episode is for the moms. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, you know we we fathers we do get a fathers day. Granted yes. it didn't come along until way later than mothers <laughs> day, but we do get a fathers day. So none of us dads are taking it all that hard. This is the mothers day episode basically.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's of course start it off with our top 5 and we are going to do mom movies.
1: Mom movies definitely. Okay. So, Katie, why don't you kick it off with your top 5 mom movies? Okay. Now, I, I guess let's let's give some ground rules real quick. I'm sorry not to interrupt, but we're not talking about like necessarily while wow, these are the best examples of mothers ever or anything like that. These are just some some mom movies that we both think are are really great and are definitely centered on a mom.
2: Uh,
0: Yeah, because if you remember way, way back, episode 12, you know, we're on episode 48 now. (laughs) Episode 12, we did a whole rundown of our best and worst uh, movie and TV parents. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, we're not saying that these are the movies that have the best moms. Because there's a lot of great movies that the movie itself is not centered around the mom. But we know that the mom was a badass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so I'll do my five. Number one uh, would be Stepmom, Mm -hmm. Susan Sarandon, Julia Roberts. It's just a great movie of the dynamic that I think when this movie came out, I watched it and stepmom, stepdads were still kind of not as in my life. It seemed like I didn't know a lot about it. I didn't Mm. know that dynamic. And so this was very interesting watching how... Julia Roberts' character came in as the stepmom and how she was really working with Susan Sarandon as the, you know. The well, Susan Sarandon
1: one. was very much sort of the um the the t- 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 I don't want to say typical, but she was very much a tiger mom almost yeah. in that movie. Um, she also, She's you know, she battling. was the first wife, obviously, and uh-huh. then Julia Roberts played the second, significantly younger wife yes. to Ed Harris. And so the kids in the movie are are older. They're they're they're. I think one of them is is a teenager for sure, and mm-hmm. I think the other one is, you know, on the verge of being a teenager or something like that. Girl and a boy.
0: Yeah, very much the struggles of you know, is one mom replacing the other, yeah, but it, yeah. the, it all works out because. It's a great what? movie. Check it out. I'm which, not going to spoil it.
2: <laughs> which Julie Roberts movie is sadder? Stepmom or Steel Magnolias? Oh. Well,
0: different. I think I cried harder and more in Stepmom than I did in Steel Magnolias, but I also think it's generational.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't cry. So <laughs> kind <of> Braveheart. <laughs> well,
0: yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, number two. I don't know how she does it. Um. This movie wouldn't be on my top list to watch, but I think it is a good movie. It's Sarah Jessica Parker, and she it's all about her kind of crazy dynamic of trying to be in the business world, but also run a, a household. Mm-hmm. And it really sheds light on juggling kids and juggling business and so i like it for that that it really shows how a woman can do both
1: yeah well I and, mean, and i
0: like sarah jessica parker so I,
1: I generally i do but for whatever reason there were a string of movies there that she came out with that just kind of her character always seemed to rub me the wrong way and this was <laughs> one of those
0: was uh, the family stone the other one yeah
2: yeah kinda <laughs> was. Know, that's no. a good one <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay number three oh baby boom Wow, I, fantastic I used to watch a bunch of older movies mm-hmm. and um Diane Keaton this movie is she's again a businesswoman yeah and this isn't her child but I think it was was it her sister or cousin or so, A relative got in a tragic accident, and the child was left to her. Mm-hmm. And so she had to uproot her whole life, and it was the guy that she was with didn't want that life, and she ends up moving out to the country. and It's it's a great little feel-good There's story. There's an apple
1: orchard. She yeah, starts her own jam. She she yeah.
0: yeah, applesauce. I think yeah. this has
1: actually made one of my top five lists before, but, I mean, it's, it's a very good movie, and it's one of those that's going to always... Be a, a good movie in, in my heart because it's my, it's one of my wife's favorites. So it's one of those that it's a comfort movie for my wife. She like when I when we first started dating, she had Baby Boom on video cassette. You know, so this was yeah, a long such a great time ago. movie. Yeah, great movie.
0: Okay, number four would be Trading Mom, and this is when I've realized not a lot of people have seen it, and for some reason. Uh, So in the Pickler household, we uh, would go to Blockbuster and I would always find like random movies to rent and would get stuck on random things. And this was one that I would watch a lot. Mm -hmm. It has um, Anna, and I cannot remember her last name. Klumsky. Klumsky. Yeah. Yeah. The girl from My Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And Sissy Spacek. It came out in uh, 94. But the whole premise of this is this mom is killing herself. She's doing great. There's three kids and they keep complaining like... Mom, you're so mean, or you're making us do chores. And so it's this whole magical thing where what if they could trade their mom in? And so they find this alleyway, and there's this shop. And you go, and there's booths set up, and there's all these different moms. And so there's three kids, so they get three chances. So each kid gets to pick a mom. And like one picks like, oh, the circus mom, like she's gonna be awesome. Well then it's of course like it's kinda of like Jeannie with the three wishes. Yeah. They always have something tragic that happens with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the daughter picks this like Cruella Deville almost type. And yeah, but it's interesting because all the moms are actually played by Sissy Spacek. But she Oh yeah, okay.
1: yeah. So <laughs> That's an interesting take. But of
0: course the moral of the story at the end is they realize how much they appreciate their mom. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably why my mom was like Keep watching this movie, Katie. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Um, My last one, Freaky Friday. This is another one. Um, I used to watch the Jodie Foster Disney movies all the time, like Candle Shoe, Freaky Friday, because those were the original Freaky Fridays. Well, sure. Um, And then they did make a remake with Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. But I think this is, again, another one of...
1: I've seen the Lindsay version. I think... uh three dozen times if I've seen have it have
0: you once. seen the Jodie Foster one though I actually don't
1: think I have
0: it's I'm... really good um and but it's just again it's a uh, mother and daughter dynamic and them t- trading places essentially mm-hmm. and living their life and seeing how oh it's not as exactly as easy as you thought it once was and <laughs> so it's I love it okay that's mine
1: okay <laughs> So, uh, keeping with the theme of, of movies that my wife loves, one of the movies that she quotes very frequently is, um, is Mommy Dearest. So certainly not an example of an, uh, of a great mom, but one of, again, one of my wife's favorite movies to quote. She constantly, well, not constantly, but she does very frequently say, no wire hangers, no wire hangers. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so not necessarily the mom you'd want, but certainly of uh, we used to sit and watch it, and I, I think it was almost a comedy to her. She it, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> um, anyway, it was a it was a movie about um, Joan Crawford as as a, like it was a, Faye Dunaway played Joan Crawford. I think is how it went, uh-huh. if I, if I'm not mistaken, and it's 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 based on the biography of Joan Crawford's daughter who was mistreated horribly by Joan Crawford. And so it's it's really sort of a nightmare scenario of how not to mother. But again, <laughs> my wife loves it, so it's on my list. Um, number four would have to be bad moms, since we're kind of going with the whole bad mom theme. <laughs> oh, that's a
0: good one. Except
1: for bad moms, the, the mothers in bad moms are not bad moms. I mean, you know, they're they're...
0: <laughs> they're just going away from the stereotypical, like... Perfect PTA moms. And mm-hmm. now, PTA is great, guys. I'm not bashing mm-hmm. that at all, but it's this stigma that they're perfect and everything. They're yeah. showing real life.
1: Yeah. They're, they're, they're very much, you know, they're fighting against that whole mothers have to be everything to everyone. So you've got Kristen Bell, who I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Mila Mil- Kunis. Yep. Uh, and then Katherine Hahn, who just recently has really become very, very popular because of her role in um, WandaVision. She played. Yeah. Uh, she played sort of the, the the antagonist in Wanda in WandaVision, spoiler. or at least one of the antagonists. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that is kind of a spoiler. But come on, it's been a while. <laughs> Cameron, edit that out. <laughs> anyway, good movie, very very funny. Uh, the first one,
2: second one, meh. But the first one was
1: was very funny.
2: Um, is bad moms in like the bad Santa world? Mm. Is it like a multiverse?
0: It, it, probably. They're trying to make it, but I think that these moms are much better level than uh yeah,
2: Billy Bob Billy Bob Thornton. Bad Santa is
1: very much a, a dark comedy. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it is not it is it is not lighthearted. And really when it comes down to it, Bad Moms is is very lighthearted. It shows some some real world stress that these women have, but they the way they deal
2: with it is highly amusing so oh and then there's bad grandpa i am going to pretend that they're all in the same <laughs> world it's like the new dc universe
1: That's fantastic okay
2: fantastic okay bad Alex.
0: granny's next
2: <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> yeah it should be um number okay hmm 3 i think i'm going to go with number i think I, yeah i'm just trying to decide which one i'm going to do for number 3 number 3 is going to be uh, I'm sticking with sort of the, the mother's theme, but not necessarily the, the you know, what you expect. It's a movie called Peppermint. Again, it's uh, a, a star that I absolutely love, Jennifer Garner. She's played a mother multiple times in, mm-hmm. in several different ways. Peppermint is the one where she plays the avenging mother. Oh. And basically her family is killed. And um, that's at the very beginning of the movie, so no spoiler lols. Um, her family is killed, and basically she disappears for a while, and when she comes back, she comes back as a bad bad mama. Yeah. Mama Jamma. Bad Mama Jamma. She is is <laughs> she is out to take some revenge and she does and she does it thoroughly. And Jennifer Garter is, as always, awesome in it. And but it's just sort of a it's it's basically just an action flick with a with a bunch of shooting and killing and stuff, so you know. Um, okay,
0: Jennifer Garner does get cast as the mom a lot. She does. I just was thinking about it, cause that because there's that movie of the boy that is a plant, really? Timothy Green. Yeah, or something. Mm-hmm.
2: she's just such a sweet woman. Yeah. There yeah. was
1: a she recently did a Netflix one with uh, it's called like Yes Day or something like oh, that. Oh, that's right. that, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so she's again a mom in that. She's just got a very she's able to do sort of wholesome, sweet, you know, loving, caring type person, I think probably she is in real life at least she does a pretty good job of portraying uh, of, of putting off that vibe mm-hmm. but she's also really really good at playing a bad mama jama because she got her start she got her start in a in a tv show called felicity but where she really hit it big was when she was the lead in alias um and that was a spy tv show mm-hmm. and she she really got to show off some serious skills in terms of being Cool
2: and (laughs) kicking lots of people. Ben Affleck let go of a good one. Yeah, Yeah, I was just thinking that,
1: and I think he thinks he's. I think I think he agrees (laughs)
2: with you there. Sad Ben Uh, Affleck. um, Poor Batman.
1: Okay, so number two. I can't believe I'm. I haven't finished my list yet. I'm sorry. I'll speed it up. Number two is going to be This Is Forty, and again, this is one of my wife and mine favorite movies. Great, it came out. uh, It's about a couple. It's actually kind of a sequel to another parent movie, knocked (laughs) up, knocked up. Um, But it's uh, Leslie Mann. And um, Paul Rudd playing the parents of two daughters, and it's them dealing with, you know, they're 40 years old, their kids are in their teens, and it just, it really hit at the right spot for <laughs> for my wife and I at the time that we watched it, because we were basically right in the same spot that they were, and so it, it just, it very much, very much hit home with us. And amused us, and Leslie Mann is, again, uh, one of my wife's favorite actresses, so uh, uh, we watch all of the Leslie Mann movies, anything she's in, basically, but it was a fun movie. Loved it a lot. It was directed by Leslie Mann's husband, Judd Apatow, who is uh, hilarious and does a lot of hilarious movies, so if you haven't seen it, watch it, but um, you may or may not like it, depending on where your mind is, where your head is. (laughs) And if you haven't
2: seen the outtakes or the bloopers, YouTube it. It is so funny. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> okay, and then finally, number one, I didn't get—I didn't put this on my Oscars list, but this is another great, 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 great movie. It was an Oscar-winning movie, and uh, for, it was Oscar-winning movie for several things. Um, it's *Terms of Endearment*. It is such a mom movie. Like Shirley MacLaine's performance as Deborah Winger's mother in that movie is is like the definition of. Not necessarily what a mom should always do or how a mom <laughs> should always behave, but it is very much just when I think of a movie where a, a woman depicts a mother, I I picture Shirley MacLaine, Shirley McLean screaming at the nurse at the nurse's stations, station near the end of the movie when Deborah Winger is in the hospital and she's like, "Get my daughter some drugs!" <laughs> she just absolutely loses it. She won Best Actress for it. Jack Nicholson won Best Supporting Actor. I think. Um, uh, James Brooks won Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Director. It obviously won Best Picture. I mean, so it, it's an all-around phenomenal movie. But I mean, when you if you want to know what what it looks like to portray a mother, then I think Shirley MacLaine takes the award. <laughs> That's my five.
0: So moms, I mean, you're talking about these award show, award-winning movies mm-hmm. what do you think most people when they think who do they think usually they think their mom
1: oh uh, yeah yeah. they
0: for sure thank their moms because yeah. that's why they're here um so some stats about Mother's Day more calls are made on Mother's Day than any other day of the year approximately 122 million calls it's a lot of dialing
1: that is a lot Lots of, dialing. of dialing
0: so uh yeah if you have trouble getting through to someone on the second Sunday of may that's why It is the third highest selling holiday for flowers and plants. Mm -hmm. Makes sense.
1: Sure. I assume Valentine's Day is probably the first.
0: Valentine's Day is probably the first. I didn't look and see what the second was, but um, Mm. who knows.
1: I can guarantee you it's not Father's Day. No.
0: (laughs) Probably not. That's more of like grill tools and (laughs) stuff like that. Uh, So I thought this was interesting. The first thing a baby can vocalize is the ma Sound, yeah, which is why in almost every language the word for mother begins with the letter M or is in some iteration of the ma sound.
1: Hmm. Yeah,
2: makes sense. I mean, y'all
0: probably know that, y'all have kids, y'all've researched that. I'm not to that point yet. Yeah,
2: mom is always first. Is that first? Always, yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, Uh, I didn't do too much to bring our babies into the (laughs) <laughs> okay, bye-bye.
0: Okay, dad, dads have important roles. You'll have your day, but this is the mom day because we know they're superheroes for sure. Uh, the most popular gift for Mother's Day is a greeting card. And then going back to the mother of Mother's Day, carnations still have a very special meaning on this day. Um, if you send red ones, it means that your mother's still living. And if you send white, it means that she's passed.
1: No. So hmm. that's, that's
0: something I didn't know before, but that's kind of cool. I'm,
1: I'm glad I know that because if I, I tend to lean toward white flowers, Ooh, I tend to prefer white flowers. Do not send your flowers. mama white carnations. Yeah, no kidding. I don't need to be sending white carnations. No, that would be No, no
0: omens. Uh-uh. Okay. So our moms take care of us. I mean, they take care of us our whole lives. It's those that want to admit that they don't still take care of them. They're lying to themselves because mm. I know for sure, at least mother daughters and every relationship is different. But, um, you know, when you have a bad day or you don't feel well, I don't care if you're married with children, either if you have the chance, you're going to call your mom probably and just to have somebody to vent to who loves you unconditionally. Mm. And so, I mean, I think that's powerful that we need to recognize that and... You know, I, I know I do it all the time. And of course, it's
1: interesting. I you know I know I know that there is a difference between the the relationship between a, a mother and a daughter and a mm-hmm. mother and a son. And I I don't know how that really plays out. I just know I have a sister and I know her relationship with our mom is not better or worse in any in any way. But just I know that it's different. Yeah, I, I know. Pretty sure that she talks to mom a lot more than I do. Um, you know. I think the
0: mother-daughter, I mean, for, this is again, most cases and definitely mine is you went through that rough stage where you really did not like each other. Mm. And it's usually the high school, college years. And it's where you're very much challenging each other. And that then I think the daughters have this click of reality of mom was right. Mm. <laughs> and so, of course, you don't want to go and admit it. So then you kind of just start slowly easing back in and... Then you realize that, you know, he- heck, I'll I'll admit this right here. I had to call my mom the other day because we had HelloFresh show up and I've never had to peel a carrot before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so yeah, I could have Googled
1: it. Wait a second. <laughs> Did you just admit
0: that? Yes. I always you just never buy the had baby to peel carrots. A
1: carrot. I just buy the baby carrot. Oh and my cook with them. Lanta.
0: But I- it had peeled the carrots. And so yeah, I could have used I could have asked Alexa. I could have Googled it, but no. I put myself up for embarrassment and called mom and said, Mom, this is embarrassing. I'm 32 years old and I'll admit this, but how do you peel a carrot?
2: uh, It's. Going back to the mom son relationship, Mm -hmm. just from what I've seen. Yeah. I think. Yeah, because you've got a lot of sisters too. Yeah, I've got a lot of sisters and I've got one daughter and two sons. And I think the mom knows that the dad. I mean, the dad plays an important role for both genders, but mm, both sure, children. Sure. But I think the mom knows the dad plays an especially important role for the son, and so the mom can just love on the son instead of being concerned about being a role model. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. not that she doesn't love her daughter, but you know, she really wants to grow her up in the way that she thinks she should be. But um, the way my wife treats my sons, she just loves on them so much. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Yeah, I, I killed the room. Sorry. <laughs> no,
0: you're fine. <laughs> But I mean, it's everybody has a different relationship and we kind of mentioned it before. Your mom is who you want your mom to be. And so we realize that there is a lot of people that it may not be their birth mother. It may be their stepmother or it may be a bonus mother that is a friend Mm -hmm. or or you may be lucky enough to have multiple mothers that are, I know I've got some of my mom's friends that I call like, you know, Mama Jane and, you know, different things like that, but they're not no they're not my mother but there's somebody like you know mama charlotte I'll call her if I need something and
1: one thing's for sure for a lot of people no matter what if you if you indicate even accidentally that you might need some help with something your mom is going to jump right to it yeah. you know, again you know maybe you know maybe you didn't even ask for it a, a lot of movies are always like the one of the plot twists is always like oh your mom did this and this and this you've got to yeah. make her stop i was
0: well, and I, you mentioned the difference. I think another part of the difference is, because I'm seeing it a little bit with my mom and brother, is when a son gets married, then the mom kind of has a little bit of balance to try and figure out not overstepping because now a wife has come into play. Mm. And so she may feel like the son doesn't need her as much.
1: Uh, listen, that I... <laughs>
0: is that not the case with you? I
1: have. I. I just, I know that, that marriage and daughter-in-laws and sons and son-in-laws and all of that stuff is is it's very tricky sometimes
0: (laughs) it can be for sure and I mean you have balancing with mother-in-laws and all of that and it's it's a work in progress but
1: but I mean I know for instance my wife is still she would and I think has actually gotten a call from one of her children who lived out of town and they said don't worry not a big deal but I'm uh, you know this is going on gotten in the car and start at night at like 10 o'clock at night and started mm-hmm. driving toward said child oh just yes. just up boom up I've got to go I'm going to I'm going toward child and I, you can st- try and stop me yep <laughs> um and you know so that sort of attitude that sort of permeates a mother's relationship with her children Throughout her children's lives, I mean, this is a, a grown kid of ours that's off in another city, and boom, Robin was in the car.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and It's a thankless job. A lot of times, I yeah, feel like because mm-hmm. it's, it's. I've been guilty of. I just oh, it's you know, mom. I expect her to. It's go back to school days. Like you just expect mom to have your supplies you need for your school project or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And if she doesn't, then she's gonna, you know, go out and get it. Uh, I was talking with my mom the other day, and she goes. Yeah, I said something about baking, and she goes, back in the day, I could whip out chocolate chip cookies down to 30 minutes. I'd ready to go, always had supplies on hand, because I'd never know when y'all would come home and want them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, mom, that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely one of those I've seen even now, it's my mom will drop everything she's doing to go and help out with my brother or my nieces or me or anything like that. And then... I feel bad, and I'm trying to become more aware of it. Of that, then she comes and helps us on things. Now, who's going to go help her on her things?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, so we do. This is a, a happy, upbeat, hopefully somewhat, uh, you know, lighthearted episode about moms because we don't want to get uh, too deep into the, the the darkness of of life or whatever. But there is a, there is a point that we're sort of building to here, and that is that. You know, from 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 the perspective of a planning your life, mm-hmm. one of the things you've got to take into consideration is who is going to take care of mom because it's it's, yeah. it's it's you know Ugh. it's Co- going to come. I
0: Co- Co- really were. Icky about doing this episode because oh, yeah. we don't want we don't want to talk about this ourselves. Oh, yeah.
1: No, a lot, um, lot of a lot of reasons why you don't want to think about being in the situation where you've got to address some of these issues, but they are issues that you do have to address.
0: Yeah, so I mean it's facing the music of mom takes care of everyone else, but who's gonna take care of mom? And it's, you know, we're gonna open this up. Yes, this is when we we're talking about this, this is mom and dad. This is including your parents, of starting to And as Court said, this is a touchy subject that we really want to just graze on because we've decided that this is so important. We want to do multiple episodes over this season that touch on different aspects. But just to give you something within this episode, one of the important things that you need to think about is having a family conversation. So if you have siblings, or if it's just yourself, then maybe it's just you and your parents having this conversation. Mm. Or if it is with siblings, make sure it's a sibling conversation and then a whole family conversation
1: and it's, plan it plan it for a t- not christmas dinner no no no, no. not know, not
0: a holiday not yeah. somebody's birthday set it set a time
1: <laughs> when you actually get together as a family to discuss this uh, f- so that it's not bringing down some other funny like don't bring it up on mother's day if you go to mother's day yeah, brunch, please don't do that for goodness sake
0: but it's you're addressing your parents financial planning finding out what how How is their health? What do they want? Um, where are their documents? You know Who's their financial power of attorney? Who's their medical power of attorney? Making sure you're crossing the T's, dotting the I's. If you've got siblings trying to figure out who's really going to run the show, who's going to step up, because there's so many times that it's people have not, oh, we'll talk about it later. Mom's in great health. Oh, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. And then it's just like, boom, you've got to make a decision right now, mom took a turn for the worst or dad fell or something like that. And it's, this is not something people want to talk about, but you got to talk about it.
1: Yeah. You do. You do need to, to sort of have a plan in place, know who's going to do what. Don't just assume that, you know, uh, like for instance, you know, don't just assume that, that it's going to be your older sister who is going to just jump in there because your older sister is always on top of everything. Your older sister may have, enough going on. I don't know.
0: Um, And also it's one of those that say, you know, I I know Cam's got a big family, but say that he met with his siblings and they had a plan today, Mm -hmm. but then fast forward two years, now one sibling's had something tragic happen in their life and that was going to be the one that was taking charge. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a conversation that doesn't need to, it's like your financial planning of your life. You don't make one plan and then that's what it is.
1: Well, and then you evolve. You also have to take into consideration where do your parents live, where do they want to live, yes, um, and where do where do all of you live? You know, where do do all of your siblings live in the same city with you and mm-hmm. your parents, or are you spread across the country? And where do your parents want to end up? Is there one of you that just so happens to live in Florida, and your parents <laughs> want to retire to Florida? Well, then great. Then maybe that one can sort of help head things up but taking those things into consideration <laughs> matters and should be done
0: and one thing since we are a financial podcast so you make a budget for your life you you know hopefully you've been listening to us and you've got your budget down pat and you've got that emergency budget set but have you thought about your emergency budget in the aspect of what if you have to help your parents out because that may be another layer of your emergency fund and that, mm. that that fund may be great for if your dryer goes out, but is that going to be able to help you if you've got to get a caregiver for someone or if you've got to pay for chemo treatment for a mom or something like that?
1: I mean, if one parent needs care, needs mm-hmm. because they, you know, care comes in many different forms. It could just be assisted living. It could be memory care. Yeah. It could be full nursing home help, but that stuff can get expensive quickly. And if they don't have necessarily the funds to pay for that themselves, can, can you get assistance for them? Can you get government assistance that will help yeah. them pay for it? Or are you going to have to help them pay for mm-hmm. it? What you know, You've know, you got to understand, sort of going in, what what is the future going to look like? Do they have long-term care insurance, yeah. for instance? Yeah,
0: and that's, we're going to break down all of these different things because it's so important. But yeah, you do not want to... You, of course, want to be there for mom and dad. You want to take care of them, but you also don't want to put your family at risk because then it's just a domino effect and it just isn't good for anybody. So... That's something we're going to break down all these different aspects of it um, and make sure you have an understanding of your your parents' financials and your financials. Uh, Court, I need you to go on session right now and really preach to us something really important. Well,
1: so listen, one of the things that we are going to talk about and we're going to do again... We will do more in-depth episodes on uh, several of these topics Mm -hmm. that we've just touched on here. But one thing that you have to consider is, as much as I have preached to everybody about making sure that you have an estate plan, you also kind of have to, to talk it over with your parents and find out if they have an estate plan, because... This sort of thing is extraordinarily important. And it's not just about who's going to get the you know, the, the statue of the eagle in yeah, dad's study. After they pass it's not about who's going to yeah. get stuff. It is about making sure that you have a plan in place now for how you can handle affairs for them now or later while they're still alive. An estate plan includes not just a last will and testament. But mm-hmm. when I say an estate plan, I'm also talking about the healthcare power of attorney, the the financial power of attorney that that you that you already mentioned, all of those documents are things that that really will come in handy helping your parents down the line, and then obviously um, you don't ever want to be caught in a situation where you have uh, someone who has passed away, mm-hmm. and this is as dark as I'm going to get, and then we're going to go back <laughs> into happy fields. But, you know, someone who has passed away and they pass away without a a last will and testament, then that can complicate issues a lot very quickly. So it's another thing that you kind of have to discuss. And again, it's not about greed. It's not about it's just about planning and making sure that things are in place to make things as easy as possible down the road. Absolutely. again, talk about it. We'll we'll get more (laughs) in depth with it later. But but uh, just, you know, something to something to talk about.
0: Well, and so back to happy. Technology has really become our best friends. And so, cherishing mom, not just on Mother's Day, our days are so busy. And it's one of those things that sending a simple text message, if your mom does text, or (laughs) picking up the phone and calling, like that goes such a long way. Try and make it a priority to visit your parents because you don't know how much longer they're going to be here. And you don't know how much them seeing your children or their grandchildren will really help boost their health as well.
1: I know that certainly during this this pandemic that we seem to be maybe coming out of now, uh, near the beginning, it it didn't really really fully hit me uh, just how much it was affecting people in general uh-huh. until I realized how antsy my parents were to, to see their grandkids and to mm-hmm. get out of their house and to not just be stuck at home doing nothing and not talking to anyone because we were all uh so worried about getting my parents sick yeah. that we were all oh no we have to stay away from them and they were like well hey wait a second we'd <laughs> like to see you guys and so we really started getting creative with being able to visit with them but obviously one of the things that that is key to to being able to visit your parents whether there's a pandemic or not you know they want to see you they want to see your kids you know, technologically, it, it's great if you've got FaceTime or Zoom or whatever and they can do that, fantastic. Um, I know, for instance, my mom has one of those, I think it was a Facebook portal. Uh-huh. Um, and, and she had that during the pandemic. She had one in her house and she had one that was with her sister so that she could talk to her sister um, using the using the portal. And, and I know that having that ability was very important to, to her and to her sister there at the end. Um, so... It's, you know, it's just one of those things where you take advantage of those things, absolutely, because you, you forget how, I, at least, I guess I should say, okay, I am not, I'm not a very nice guy. So <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't, I mean, you know, I'm not the type that really craves the human contact so much, you know, you sit me in a, it's... I saw a meme the other day that was like a picture of Clint Eastwood sitting on the porch with a beard. And the meme was something like, you know, you don't realize uh, how antisocial you are until something like a pandemic happens and nothing about your life changes. Oh, God. um, I guess I'm Clint Eastwood. But anyway, it didn't it didn't occur to me how much it might be affecting others who, who sort of needed that interaction a lot more than I did. So. You know, take advantage of it. Make sure that you're conscious of the fact that there are some other people out there that that might actually want you in their life, as shocking as that may be. So,
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's, I said I wasn't going to go dark, but um I do have to throw out that we do have great relationships with our clients, and sometimes we do have some of them come in, and the stories they tell us are heartbreaking of having fights with their children, and I just want to go call their children and slap them and be like, this is your mom, She is precious. Whatever you're upset with her about, please just get over it. It's so petty. And so there's that caveat I want to throw out there. And the other is our moms are strong. They're supposed to be strong for their children. And a lot of times they will not express when something's going on with them. And so, yes, you can call or FaceTime and check on them. But you might need to, if you're not close by, you might need to make sure somebody's checking on them that they're getting out of the house, that they're taking care of themselves because a lot of times the mental health, like we'll put on a brave face and it could be that they're sitting in a house full of mail stacked up that they haven't touched in three months Mm. and that they're not coping with it, but they don't want you to see that side of them.
1: Well, I I know that I I fortunately, um, I have always felt it's very easy for me to, to just walk into my parents' house and it's not necessarily, everybody doesn't have that same kind of relationship, but I know, that I can go over to my parents' house at any time and just walk right in. And they'd never be like, what are you doing here? Get <laughs> out of my house. don't have an appointment. Yeah. <laughs> and sit down and chat with them and do whatever, spend time with them. And, um, you know, know what's going on in their life. But if it's not so easy for you to do that with your parents, then you still need to try and make that effort. But I'm really interested in this last one you have here. What, is, what, is, what does that even mean?
0: <laughs> it's just, it's about, you know, making sure your parents are getting out. And uh, I saw something that was like, take your parents to your office.
1: Take your parents to your office. So
0: it's do so like, you, take your
1: parent to work day.
0: Yeah. Do you remember me talking about my brother and works at the federal reserve and they had bring your parents to work day. And I, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Cause it's like, you have like, take your kid. I don't even know if they still do that anymore, but like take yeah, your kid to work.
1: Sometimes, yeah. But
0: it was kind of a cool concept because you think about it. Like your parents more than likely are the reason like you've gotten to this step in your life. Like, yes, you've put in the hard work, but they were your cheerleaders behind you And so it's a cool concept for them to be able to see where you work every day. Now, I realize that may not work for everybody, but it's the whole premise of like, let your parents, let your mom, let all of them be a part of your life and see your world. And that that's just going to keep them thriving even longer. Part of
1: your world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because there's some really cool moms, you know, I got to throw in some more pop culture here. Uh, Court, I'm surprised you didn't talk about Molly Weasley.
1: Well, I mean, okay, so Queen Boss Mom, obviously, and she has a particular line at the end of of Deathly Hallows that is an amazing line that I'm not gonna that, that I'm not gonna utter on Maybe here. We'd have but, to bleep a little bit, yeah. But it's it basically the the gist of it is right before she just goes medieval on Bellatrix Lestrange. She says, "Get away from my daughter." Uh, so on and so forth and it is it is it's fantastic in the book it was so exciting in the book when when she said that i was like oh my god that's the best line ever <laughs> and then i when i saw the movie i was afraid they were going to sort of edit it in the movie and then they they don't they left it all the way it was and i was like yes fantastic so awesome awesome mom awesome scene that clock about the closest thing we have to that—that that clock that Molly Weasley had in her kitchen, where it showed the location of all of her different kids and her husband, you know, at work, whatever.
0: Oh, I didn't know. I'm you, not as big a Harry Potter oh, nerd as Lord. you. Sorry. Okay. That's really well, cool, though. I like that. Do you yeah. know? And what was that like? Dateline. It's so. Or was it Dateline? Is like it's ten o'clock. Do you know where your children are?
1: Yeah, that's that, that was like some a newscaster's uh, Closed, like yeah, opening line or, or closing line or yeah. something like that. And it was also the. It's close to the name of a movie. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you—you you, none, none of us have a clock showing the location of all of our family, but you do have Find My Friends. So if you're into that kind of technology and you don't mind seeming k- kind of being a, somewhat of a stalker, then you, you've got that available to you. To Court, are to you be a stalker? I, all of my family is on Find My Friends and they they let me follow their location. And yes, I have been known to just kind of during the middle of the day, open it up and go like, oh, look, I guess my son is in class right now. And yeah, it's a little weird, but whatever. <laughs> they they turn it off when they get tired of me knowing where they
0: are. Gotcha. Well, so, I mean, there are some awesome moms in the real world and that we all love and support. There's some great moms portrayed in pop culture. I mean, whether you're a cool mom like uh, Regina George's mom and Mean Girls, there's the rules
1: in this house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not with, like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom <laughs> in her pink velour sweatsuit. It's awesome. Uh, but I mean, Lorelai Gilmore is an awesome mom that I yeah. think we all would love to hang out with.
1: I mean, you know, you, th- there are some questions about whether or not uh, Rory really turned out as great as she could have. You know. So a lot of people don't like the way she she acted in some of them later seasons, but that's neither here nor there.
0: That's well, that adds to a point of mothers are very harshly judged. They are always harshly judged. Like that's if a true. child acts bad, more than likely they always blame the mom yeah, rather that's than very the dad. True.
1: That's very true.
0: So yeah, but I mean, then
1: know, again, you got a mother like Martha Kent who ended up with a kid like Superman. Superman. So there's you know some some, some moms. I mean, you know, how much credit did she really get for her son being basically the most powerful man in the in the world? I mean, well,
0: and then you've got uh, Jason's mom that from Friday Thirteen, Uh who I mean, she just was very dedicated to her child. Okay,
1: yeah, extraordinarily very so, dedicated. Yikes!
0: And then Catelyn Stark. I mean,
1: well, okay. So here's the thing: um, Catelyn got very much sort of a. a she got short shrift in the movie in, in the in the TV show. I mean, she did not. I'm hoping that that uh, George R.R. R. Martin is gonna play out her storyline a little bit more in the books than we saw in the in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Because I think there was definitely a lot more that could have been plumbed. <laughs> so hopefully we'll get more because in the books there's certainly an indication that she is such a ferocious protector of her children that she might even be continuing to ferociously. Protect and avenge our children.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Beyond the
1: grave. Beyond the grave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, so I do want to disclaimer again. We will be doing some more episodes really breaking down long-term health care and you know, picking to someone, does your parents live in your home? Do they have an assisted living? A retirement community? Independent living? Um, power of attorney? Medical power of attorney? We're going to go through all of those. Long-term
1: care insurance. Yeah. All of those things. All yeah. of
0: those aspects. But for now, why don't we bullseye this episode up because we love our mamas.
1: Bullseye, I love your mama. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so let me just let me do my bullseye by basically trying to cover my own self and say, guys, if you're married to a mother, <laughs> <laughs> then you need to make sure that you are wishing your wife a happy Mother's Day and taking care of her on Mother's Day and recognizing what a wonderful mother you she is. You better recognize. You better be a mother lover. You know what I'm saying? So I do want to say mothers are important, but, you know, I feel like just from the perspective of I've got a wonderful mother who I love, who actually listens to this. So, Hi, you know, Mom. yeah, but I've also got a wonderful wife who I love, who actually listens to this sometimes. And, you know, she, <laughs> so I want to make sure that I give them both equal, equal credit here.
0: Yes. She, you know, your wife is a mother to your children. Yes. So yes, it's so important to shout out. Make
1: sure you focus on them as well.
0: Is that your bullseye? That's my bullseye. Okay. My bullseye is going to be, you know, mothers take care of their kids so much. You know, I have not had the pleasure of being a mom yet, but it's one of those I have learned re- really over the past couple of years how important it is to check in on mom, have those conversations. And they really do know best. They care about you. But what I want to close this out with is the importance of not only checking in on your parents and being there for them, but having that family conversation planning it out, talking to your siblings, and making sure that you have your parents on board and your siblings on board for what's gonna be best for them long-term, that you're building that into your financial planning personally, your budget, that you are there to take care of mom and dad and that they don't have to worry about that, that you, they know that you're behind them and supporting them. So that is my
1: bullseye. Well, that's quite a bullseye, Katie. <laughs> Now listen, there's the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take a second just to say happy Mother's Day to all of you, all of our listeners who are mothers, happy Mother's Day. To my mother, happy Mother's Day. To my wife, happy Mother's Day. To my wife's mother's, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I wanna make sure that we got it all covered. Say,
0: I got uh, you know, B.B. Pickler, she is a big fan of ours as well. Mm. She listens all the time. Um So mom, you're awesome, I love you. Uh, To my mother-in-law, I don't know if she listens to this or not, but happy Mother's Day. Um, And then to, you know, grandmothers, yeah, of course. we got to remember grandmothers, too. They're important. So happy Mother's Day to everybody.
2: Everybody. (laughs) To my wife, Abby, happy Mother's Day. You are an awesome mom. And to my actual mom, Catherine, or Kit Kat, as she (laughs) is called by the grandkids, I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Ladies and gentlemen, you have
1: made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you haven't already subscribed, then please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and click that subscribe button. We come out every Thursday and if you click that button, you can make sure that our words are pouring straight into your ears. It'll be fantastic. You can also find out more about me and Katie on our website, that's bullcastpodcast.com. Feel free to leave a little note to us. Let us know if you like something or you don't like something. Let us know if you want to hear about a particular topic that's bullcastpodcast.com we also have pictures and we like to put the pictures on the instagram the instagram handle is at bullcast podcast and every now and then we will post a tweet on I mean, a tweet on our twitter <laughs> <laughs> that twitter handle is at bullcast podcast and finally i think i don't know if we've even mentioned it today but katie and i work for a financial advisor firm called Pickler Wealth Advisors, and if you'd like to find out more about us professionally, more about our firm, our amazing team, and our amazing boss, David Pickler, then please feel free to check out that website. That website is PicklerWealthAdvisors.com, Advisors with an O, not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, I have given you everything that you need to go forth and be merry, so do that now. Go forth and be merry. Happy Mother's Day. Word to your mother.
0: I'm at. And I'm Katie.